Welcome to Footy on the Med, a roving podcast exploring football clubs and culture here on the Mediterranean. My name's Alex Wade and I live in Monton, France, just like my co-host. And here he is. Hello and welcome. I'm John O'Hare, like Alex, a Monton resident. Together we watch football here on the Med, bringing you the action from famous clubs like Marseille, Barcelona, Ajax, Athens and Sampdoria. Names to conjure with. And there are others too, like Hamadona, Piers the goalkeeper, and neither last nor least, Steve the Atletico Medico. That's right. Footy on the Med airs every fortnight on a Wednesday, come rain or shine. And don't forget our regular sidekick, Young Trafford. Ali. Andiamo. John, here we are again. It is true. All roads really do lead to Monaco. In particular to the Stade Louis Dune. I knew this when we started, all those years ago. Yes, when we first rocked up here to see the home side lose 2-0 to a rampant Marseille outfit. I knew we'd be back. I knew we'd develop our very own tradition of starting each footy of the mid-season here at the small but immaculately formed Stade Louis Dune. Well, you could have told me, John, I had no idea of that level of foresight. And in particular, I wanted to nip along the coast yesterday to see Genoa return to Syria against Fiorentina. But you said this come here, you banged on about tradition. But what a cracker that would have been at Genoa yesterday. Uh, not really, Alex. Uh, Il Griffone, they lost 4-1. Uh, they were 4-0 down after 56 minutes. Ah, well, uh, all right. Uh, reminds me, actually, John, now you mention that, of QPR's first game of the season. Um, we did even worse. We were 4-0 down by half-time away to Watford. Yeah, but you uh, kept a clean sheet in the second half, I believe. Uh, you seem to be very well informed tonight. and uh, Yeah, that's true. But we didn't score at all, and, um, and therefore we lost. And I, and I knew you wouldn't. Yeah, well, uh, do you also know who will win the match we're watching? About to watch tonight. In fact, oh, well, it's underway, isn't it? Here it is. Here it is at the moment. Um, home side, Le Rouge Blanc. That's uh, AS Monaco, for those who are not bilingual. Uh, against Racing Club de Strasbourg and Alsace. Uh, again, for those who aren't bilingual, that's uh, Strasbourg. Right. Uh, who's going to win? Do you know that as well? Um, I'm glad you asked me that because this season on Putting the Med, there's a brand new feature. Oh my goodness. Wow, tell me more. Well, it's called Bucky versus Punter. Yeah. What we're going to do is look at the odds for the game each week or each game that we come to, and then alternate games, one of us is going to be the Bucky. One of us is going to be the punter. Okay. We look at the odds, and the bookie says, and if I'm the bookie this week, which I am, Alex, the bookies say that the Monaco are more likely to win this game than Strasbourg. And here are the odds I'm going to offer you this week. Yeah. You can either pick Monaco to win. I'm giving you two to one on that. Yeah. Or you can pick Strasbourg to win. I'm giving you four to one on that. Okay. It's a tenner bet. Yeah. You can pick either one. If it's a draw, I get to keep the money. Okay. If Monaco win, I give you 20. Strasbourg win, I give you 40. What are you going for? Wow. Um, and you did say that we would alternate, so it's not just a money-making scheme for you per game. Well, it's usually it's probably going to be a money-losing scheme for me, let's be honest. But yes, you'll be the bookie next game, and you'll offer me a pick of the, pick of the litter. Okay, so, so two to one Monaco to win, and four to one Strasbourg. That's right. Okay, well, I mean, Monaco got off to a good start, didn't they? Um, they won their opening game of the season. Uh, Against Clermont. So did Strasbourg, of course. They won their opening game too. Uh, but hang on a minute, the draw, you get, you win as well if it's yep. a draw. Bucky gets the draw. You must pick a winner. Okay, I'm going to go... I'm picking before Monaco scored that goal. 
I'm going to go for. Um, I'm going to go for the home side. So you're going safe bet. Yeah. Monaco two to one. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Let's shake on it. Ten dollar bet. Okay. And I think it's imperative we swap the cash at the end of the game, no matter what. Okay, John. Well, look. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for this uh, innovative, innovative even yeah. uh, idea for Footy on the Red. I might be twenty bucks to the good by the end of it. Yeah. Well. Um, You've been giving this some thought over the, uh, the closed season. Well, I just thought, you know, we've got to pay for the tickets somehow. How can I get police Alex for a few things? We should say for our listeners, though, that we've now discovered the cheapest way of coming to see Monaco is to be down here in the home end yeah. with the Monaco Ultras, our friends. Our friends, the Ultras, that's right. Uh, in Paysage C or D, uh, cheap as chips, isn't it? 10 euro a ticket. 10 euros. And to park in the underground parking at the stadium, so you just come straight up and into the ground, five euros for parking. And, uh, and when we got in, how much did we pay for our um, glass of water? Two glasses of water, five euro. Okay. Everything's always a nice round number in Monaco, I've noticed. Yeah. Anyway, um, much more cost effective than the time I took you for your birthday treat up there in the Honor B. That's uh, right. Monaco at Home Paris Saint Germain. A mere 152 euros each for it. That is incredible, isn't yeah. it? Well, that was back before you really knew me and you thought I deserved that kind of a treat. I now, would do the course, same again. I do now, the same now, again. You know I win. I am confident Monaco will win. Okay. Um, but I suppose we should just say, may the best man win. Or woman. Don't be dangerous there, Alex. Men or women. I have right. declared my pronouns today. Or person, I suppose. Or personage. That's right. Personage? <laughs> Appendage? <laughs> no, the best appendage win. All right, well, look, let's just avoid all these highly charged questions of contemporary linguistic mores. I often say that to myself. Uh, so, look, it's time to roll the dice. Here we go. OK. Envera. Envera. Yeah. Envera? Envera. Envera. Well, Italian, French, whatever. You mean practicing your French? A little bit, but yeah. not much. Not that I admit to, no. Haven't you got some bet on that you're going to be fluent in French in the next... I have to, I, not a bet. Someone challenged me at a party recently. They couldn't believe I couldn't speak French after living here for seven years. And I have to give a... Uh, I think discourse would be an OK word to use on the uh, Middle East situation in French at the barbecue next year. OK. So how many months have you got left to do that? 11. 11, 11 months. Are you confident? Well, a month's gone by and I've done absolutely nothing to uh, get there. Yeah, so, so can I give you a tip? Learn French. In... <laughs> so in French, it's not Envera. It's Envera. 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 Okay. Okay, uh, well, look, we're moving far too far away from um, our score. Ah, oh, the good old score acronym has come yeah, back yeah. for this yeah. season. So, so uh, well, the stadium, we're at the Stade Lubida here in Monaco. We are. And um, C in score is the capacity. And as you know, I'm, uh, I never forget a number. That's and right. I can tell you that this uh, stadium, ground, arena, pitch, uh, holds uh, 16,360 people. That's very impressive that you always forget that. Oh, remember it rather. O is for opposition. And who they are is Racing Club de Strasbourg Alsace. And as you mentioned earlier, formed in 1906. Strasbourg play in blue and white, which leads me to ask you whether you can guess their nickname. QPR. No, Alex, not QPR. Not another QPR reference. Um, they are called Les Bleus et Blancs. Another of our um, imaginative French club nicknames. How, how was my pronunciation that time? Les, Les Bleus et Blancs. Blanc. 
That's very good. Yeah, and drop the C. Drop. 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 Right. Um, okay, come on. So, it's a bounce already. Don't be hard on our French friends, by the way, of other club names. I mean, I support the Reds. Um, let's go back to the score. R is for results. And I say, seeing as you've now picked Monaco, that Strasbourg are going to win. What score, though? Sneaky 1 0. Sneaky 1 0 to Strasbourg. Okay, I reckon Monaco are going to win this comfortably 3 0. Oh, wow. Okay. Hat trick. All right. And I say that he is for excited player to watch. Well, for me, for Monaco, it has to be the man with the moustache. It's the man we all know, Ben Yeti, number 10. Ben Yeti. <laughs> yes, uh, good shout. Big ben. foot. Wizan Ben Yedda, as uh, he probably likes to be called rather than Ben Yeti. Yeah. Um, and yes. there's another player I want to have up for Monaco as well. Yeah, yeah. For all my uh, Liverpool fans out there that may not know, but Takumi Minamino now plays for Monaco. Yeah, he does. I saw him. Uh, well, I'm, yeah, there he is. I can see him right there. Yeah, Billy Me and Ben Yeti. Well, look, I agree. Um, ben Yedda, in particular, he's always been good every time we've turned up here. Um, what about for um, the opponent, Strasbourg? Have you found an exciting player to watch? Well, scored in the opener, uh, Mr. Matiba. I'll give you his first name. Yeah. It is Lebo. Lebo Matiba, wearing number 12. And also, another exciting player is Jean Rigne Belgade. Okay. Who's okay. number 17. Very good. Um, and yeah, he has got a top reputation, that bloke. And um, I just want to point out to our listeners, because um, uh, Caroline, my partner, and I were discussing yeah. yesterday the, the way in which the word top is top. used. Uh, and top is a common, commonly used word in contemporary French. It indicates that someone get, uh, wait for this, someone or something is top. very good. Yeah. Yeah. So let's have hope tonight's encounter between 7th place Monaco, 8th place Strasbourg is top. Now that's just an alphabetical difference, right? Or is it goal difference? Uh, goal difference. All right. Monaco won 4-2 uh, away okay. to Clermont. Yeah. Uh, Strasbourg beat me on 2-1 at home. Ah. Okay. So um, it's all to play for as Footy on the Med takes its seats among the ultras. held up by Banyeda and played back in then, but here comes Strasbourg on the attack. That's attacking nicely. Good defending there. What number is uh, Minimi wearing? Minimino is wearing number 18, I believe. 18. Did you like him when he was at Liverpool? Yeah, when he first transferred in, everyone was very excited, and he had a good pre-season, I recall. Um, I've not followed him since then. He went out on loan uh, for a season before coming here. I think the general feeling among the Monaco faithful, uh, if you recall, John, because all roads do lead here, we were here for their last game of the season Yeah, last year. Uh, not last year, end of last season. And they lost 2-1 at home to Toulouse. Uh, and the ultras were very, very unhappy. Raise it off. Well, Enrique hits that one over the bar under pressure from the Strasbourg defence. Well, it was a well, well crafted um, attempt. Yeah, I mean they they were in European contention, weren't they, last year, uh, right to the end of the season? Monaco and bowled it all the way yeah, through and ended up with nothing. Exactly, all fell apart right at the very end. 
our good friend Yusuf, the superb footballer, who was uh, stewarding that evening, had his work cut out, didn't he? There was a yes. bit, bit of aggro at the end of the game. And ball. Ref didn't give that? Wow. I think that was shoulder jump. You know, I see things, Alex, that other people don't. They call me John Messia. Do they call you Omnis Omniscient John? Uh, Omniscient John, that's right. Yeah. Who are these people who call you that? Uh, you know, people, you know, you've met them. <laughs> Did you know that um, uh, Patrick Vieira was going to take the Strasbourg job? Uh, I didn't, actually. Oh. Yeah. So you're not, no, he's you're not, not fallible then? No, no he's... Uh, I am fallible. He he's in a different psychic circle, uh, right? So uh, I, I can't. I can only see visions in my own. And Strasbourg being up in Alsace, and 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 also to be honest with you, you know, it's 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 more German than French up there. Um, I don't deal with that. Oh, okay. This reminds me of that conversation when we had to distinguish between things that were in your head and brain and things that were outside your head. And brain. So, but in psychic circle. Let's just be clear, it is in your brain now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, anything that anyone experiences can only ever be inside your own brain. There's nothing, there's nothing outside of your consciousness. You are aware of this, right? I'm, I've encountered this discussion, argument, yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. this football game only exists the way you're perceiving it in your brain. It doesn't exist like this for anyone else in the universe. But, yeah, but there must be a, there's a commonality of perception, isn't there? There's a commonality of perception, but doesn't mean there's a commonality of experience of reality. No, true. So, but, but I still want to know about your psychic circle. Right. Who, who it, it can be a square, polygon, whatever you want. It's not to be a circle. Please, John. That's Minamino scoring. Did he play in the Clermont game? Do we know, or is this his, must be, this is his home debut anyway? Yeah, well, it's his home debut. I'm very pleased as a, a match goer. I've been upset as a bookie, um, but you know, you look at my notes here, Alex. What does it say right there? I'll be honest. 20 minutes. I know who's underneath. Uh, Minamino, yeah. And who scored at 20 minutes? Minamino. So it looks like my psychic circle, and that's in a circle. I've ringed it. And, and you wouldn't have written that in while I was detaching video in the crowd, would you? What? What are you trying to no, assert? No, you wouldn't have done that, would you? No, I would not. Well, what a great start to the footy of the men's season here at Monaco. Minamino, my favourite player now of the team, who's usurped Ben Yedda. Sorry, Ben Yeti. And now he's my fave. And he's on the ball again. Great pass. Thank you. 
crowd in uh, full flow now. The Monaco Ultras, they like this. Yeah, so you've got Golovin. Golovin, yeah. I thought it was Enrique, actually, but um, who um, hit that ball wide a minute ago, but it was actually Golovin. Sorry. Golovin, then Yedda, Minamino. It's a potent little trio there. They've been linking up well already. Yep. You know, I might make a shout to say that Perhaps we should make Monaco our home team and really be a bit more Monagasque about everything that we do here on Putty on the Med. Well, we, we could even, you know, we could even just come here all the time. What, every day? No, they don't play every day. I like that car park down below, though. All oh, right, it was a nice car park. Yeah, it's really good. Monaco do car parks better than anywhere else. Yeah. And here we go. Oh. And you liked um, the um, establishment outside the stadium, yeah, which had the grass on the roof. Well, uh, you were very taken by that. I you? was taken by that. I think that it's the most expensive real estate in the world here in Monaco, and someone is obviously so wealthy that they put their own private garden on top of a small building. But it wasn't just kind of roses and a water fountain. It was full-on orchard. Oh, on yeah, top I mean, of a building in the middle of Monaco. I think I saw a Californian pine tree. A Californian what? Pine tree, you know, those oh. things that grow to 300 foot. You're just messing with me now. Well, that's what I perceived, you see. Uh, well, that was your reality, you're right. Well, in everyone's reality here in the stadium, it's 1-0 to Monaco, and it was Minamino that scored the goal. Shared commonality of um, experience would say that that is actually what the state of play is. Monaco, we have to say, John, 25 minutes in, looking very comfortable. They haven't just had a picture of the ball, they've had almost all the ball. Yeah. What one wonders will Patrick Vieira be saying to himself or to the players? Vieira, 1-0 down. Um, get my boots. Really? That's what he'd say. Come on, I want Vieira now. I think he's got a bit of timber on him now, hasn't he, Patrick Vieira? Huh? Got a bit of timber on him now, hasn't he? Yeah, I was watching uh, some, should we name former players? I mean, some of them have, have, have gone a bit big, haven't they? I was watching Ian Wright talk to Dennis Bergkamp the other day. Yeah. You're not telling me Dennis has become a, a large person, are you? Should be called Dennis Burger Camp. Well, that's all I'm saying. Well, he deserved it though, didn't he? Good player. Enjoying his burgers now. Talking of you being um, omniscient. Yeah. Are you clairvoyant as well? Um, I mean, do the two things oh, go together? Oh, here we go. The attack. First ball. Oh. So omniscient means I'm all knowledgeable. Right. Yeah. Clairvoyant means I can see the future. Yeah. Or I can see the future. Yeah. Well, if I was omniscient, wouldn't I be automatically clairvoyant? I don't know. I should know this, shouldn't I? Very nice. Bufano pulling the strings in midfield there. Yeah, Fafano is just strolling around a bit but controlling everything, isn't he? Have you yeah. noticed? Of course, our friend Dume, a die-hard Monagasque, loves Fofana. Loves Fofana? He loves him. He likes him. Good player. I might, I might use Fofana as a, you know, I've got two young children at home. Fofana, I hope he doesn't mind. But I can say, oh, Fofana! 
Put the cereal away once you've emptied the, the, finished your breakfast. Yeah, you could do that. The fauna? Keep the noise down. What do you reckon? Oh, well, you wouldn't be um, taking his name in vain, would you? Be, be a tribute in a way. It would be, yeah. Your own family tribute. Anyway, you were going to say something about my clairvoyance. Well, I was just wondering if we'd see another example of it later in the game. Another what? Another example of it later in the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, 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 I'll predict. It has to be closer to the actual element. Oh, does it? Yeah. And also, it doesn't help if people are looking at me while I predict things. If you're slightly distracted, it's much more simple for me to predict something that's just happened. I see. I actually predict in reverse. I. So it's a bit like me when I have to do any kind of mechanical work at all. Yeah. Because I'm quite impractical. Although I secretly don't think I am that impractical, but I've been scarred by numerous childhood traumas, right? Right. So whenever I have to do anything with a screwdriver or complicated, like take a light bulb out, yeah. if anybody's watching me, it goes badly wrong. Right. So you're a bit like that with your clarity. Yeah, 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 yeah. But let's just go back a bit. You said complicated and taking a light bulb out. Are you taking it out of a, a modern-day S-Class Mercedes no, that needs the whole... For a light housing? Out of a lighthouse. <laughs> One of those everyday jobs, you know. Okay, so, all right, well, we will see more evidence of your clairvoyance, I'm sure. Yeah. It's actually one of the greatest demonstrations of it was in this very stadium, I think, when I predicted um, someone getting sent off. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, it was, yes, um, I remember now, yeah. The world, yeah. world class player. It was ben Yedder, I think. Wasn't it? Oh, was it Ben Yedder who was sent off? I think he did, off? yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it was Monaco versus... Um, Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, it was my birthday no, 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 game. No, no, no. No, it was what's-his-face, the very uh, famous Neymar, guy. Neymar, Neymar. Neymar, right. Yeah. See, I'm not, I'm not all knowledgeable in, in memory. It's <laughs> well, curious how you can predict the future. Well, I want to see. I'm, I'm, I'm always looking forward to it. It's really difficult to send my powers backwards. Yeah. Actually, it just reminded me of um, a story about when... Uh, I think it was... Yeah. Um, Sacks, the um, person who put together his uh, horoscope, the newspaper's horoscope. Yeah, yeah. And I think the email went something like, uh, Dear so and so, uh, you have no doubt seen this coming. <laughs> <laughs> Your services are no longer required. Speaking of. Um, I don't, actually, I know it's a, a, ba a bad word for you, actually, isn't it? But we can introduce tangentially nothing to do with the um, There are other newspapers available and we encourage you to buy other newspapers. Uh, is there a new feature put you in the med that you want to mention at this juncture or not? Well, actually, why not? Why not? Um, and you probably knew I was going to mention it as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're now going to be doing a new series of uh, kind of five minute put you on the med shorts called On the Med Sun. Um, and there'll be nice little digests of interesting and fun facts about clubs, players, Mediterranean life, anything that's relevant to um, our journey through the Footy on the Med universe. Well, that was very succinctly put and uh, well done. I knew you were going to do it that well, so... Thank you, John. Thank you. And it's good to be back here in uh, Stardew, Monaco. Noticing that League One has Uber Eats, still as a primary sponsor, which is my favorite of all sponsors. And also, unfortunately, on the downside, though, is the beers are still without alcohol. They can't find the alcohol here in Monaco. No, they can't. Someone's stolen it. Yeah. But um, Uber Eats, though, I mean, 
I'm glad you mentioned them. In another way, I'm not, because what have they ever done for us? They've done nothing for us, actually, yeah. and we'll stop mentioning them unless they give us a sponsorship. I think we need to be objective and, and be fair and point out that they are League Gun's main sponsor. But they're not putting on the Meds main sponsor. No. And there are other food delivery services available. Yeah. Like Just Eat. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they sponsor the Copa, the Cups, don't they? Deliveroo. And Amazon. Uh, or you can also, you know, get off your arse and go get your own food. Yeah. Stop being so bloody lazy. Better for the environment. Yeah. Better for your health. Walk. Who wants to be delivered anyway? I mean, what is wrong with people where Uber Eats actually works as a concept? Oh, yeah, we're going to start delivering food to people's houses? Oh, it's just political correctness going mad, if you ask me. <laughs> food delivery. It's not delivery, it's delivery. No, it's get off your arse and go get it yourself. Oh, luckily it won't catch on. Oh, what a ball. How many soon? Well, I think Papana should have belted it then. Gone, gone for it himself, shouldn't he? Yeah. Very incisive move though by Monaco. Bit of bad control there from Minamino. Yeah, I was going to say, heavy touch by your man there. Yeah. Gone off him now. He's going to have to win back my arm. A very fickle yeah. supporter. So if we made Monaco our home club, it's the red and whites of Monaco. I'd be happy with that, obviously. It's got red in it. And it's got white in it. Oh, see, that reminds me. Do you know no. the answer to this question? No. Is a zebra or a zebra black and white or white and black? Yeah. What is its the colour, its real colour underneath the stripes? Its dominant colour rather. Is it white with black stripes or black with. Uh, it's got to be white, white with black stripes, I would say. Would you say that? Yeah. Do you want to rethink that, being omniscient as you are? No, I want to stick with that. Are you sure? Yep. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're still claim to be omniscient? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, absolutely so. Certain. No, it's, white it's, with black, black. it's black with white stripes. So there's a, there's a chink in your armour here. Sneaky little trip by the Monaco player there. I was just about We've to that thing called the professional foul. Oh, right. I mean, the, oh, well, I think the ref is fair enough to give him a yellow for that. Cynical, John. Cynical. You don't like cynics, do you? No. I'm all about honesty, mate.
Oh, what a fantastic well work goal that was. Well finished off by Benamino. Well, yeah, that was very impressive. So a brace for Minamino tonight already. In the what minute? 35th minute or something? When did he score? Then, well, we can find out if you um, look in your back pocket, you'll find a piece of paper sticking out. Turn it over, and uh, what's it say on there? Bloody hell. It says M. M? And what else? 32. Well, there you go, Minamino. It should have been 35, actually, but 32. <laughs> oh, well, that's pretty impressive, right? I suppose it really actually says five, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's extraordinary. Actually, because just as I was filming, I thought I felt something. And I thought, well, I don't know really think what well, that was the energy. What's going on. the energy of the game. It's a psychic um, caress of my So Alex has just pulled a piece of paper out of his pocket that no one could have placed there. I mean, that is just, that is proof positive, surely. And if you look, that piece of paper exactly matches the edge of the corner of my team sheet. I'll tell you what, I better, if you just hold the two things together, hold. <laughs> is this proof? Because if it's photographed. John holds the evidence of, and there it is. Well, it looks like your money's safe. Yeah, that's one consolation in, um, it would be worrying if I was sitting with someone both omniscient and clairvoyant, because, you know, take your money off you. What could you do? So, half-time, 2-0 to Monaco. A comfortable first half for the home side, John. Very comfortable. They look completely in control. Two, two great goals from Minamino. Yeah, man of, man of the half, man of the game so far. Yeah. Do you think, well, Fofana, contender. No, well, it's, I thought, uh, it's, uh, it's, you're the goal scorer. I mean, I'd go for Fofana, but you usually would go two goals, a brace. Yeah. You've got to give it to that. You're totally right. What okay. am I thinking of? What were you thinking of? Yeah. You weren't thinking factually. No, That's what I'm telling you. Completely foolishly. Spe speaking of which, it's time for, for three, three facts. Okay. Are you? Uh, you're the home side tonight. I'm you? the home side. I'm Monaco tonight. Even though you picked them to win in the gambling situation, but I'll just give us. We've been here many times, so I'll give we us do. three very quick Monaco facts. Okay. That the regular listeners should be able to answer, perhaps. Okay. The record attendance here, in this very ground. It was 20,000. Who was it against? Sampdoria. Sampdoria, yeah. What date? Was it the 3rd of April 1990? That is an amazing bit of football knowledge you've got there. Okay, this is Monaco's 11th consecutive season in the top flight. What number in their history for total in the top flight? Well, I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. Counting them all up. You were thinking about ice creams? And I, um, I worked out that this is their 99th. All oh, right. Oh, like the ice cream, the 99. Oh, sorry. See, yeah. see, I was very prescient there, no, wasn't I? I was no, looking no, ahead no. to yeah, what yeah. your answer was going to be. And then, see how I do no, that? It's, 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 it's more yeah, psychic. Yeah. Okay, who is Monaco's manager? Yeah, no, he's a new manager. Okay. Um, and his name is um, Adolf Hooter. Right, but he goes. He doesn't go by the name Alvolf, does he? Strangely, very odd. Very odd. He's, changed, he's got a nickname. Uh, yeah, he's called Addy. Isn't Addy. Addy. Hutter. Addy Hutter. Hutter. Uh, Where's he from? Austria. Right. So, so there's uh, too many similarities so far, isn't there? Well, um, the other 
person who might, who I think we, yeah. some people might have heard of called Adolf. Yeah. Didn't, to our knowledge, play for the Australian, Austra Australian? <laughs> Did play for the Australian oh, team. Is it time for my Australian oh. accent again? Or the oh, Austrian team. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, but he did. He did. Be. He did try to go through Austria, through Germany, and into France, didn't he? He did, yeah. And and so was it, through to Monaco. Do you think that gives him the same number of caps that Adi Hutter got, which is fourteen? No, I, I don't know. Okay, so I'm in Strasbourg tonight, John. Um, I won't have as much knowledge as you have. I've got you. a killer fact. All right, go um, But I'm going to start with a, a more prosaic one about them. Okay. Sure. So Strasbourg is only one of only six clubs in the French uh, professional league to have won all three major French trophies. The championship, 1979, the Coupe de France in 1951, 66 and 2001, and the Coupe de la Ligue four times, 64, 97, 2005, 2019. Strasbourg is also among six teams to have played more than 2,000 games in France's top flight. Um, and they've also taken part in 52 European games since 1961. However, the club is a bit of a kind of non-achiever in many ways. It's right. never really established itself properly. They go down quite a lot. They're up and down to the club. Um, they're a bit of a curio, really. But despite all that, one thing is crystal clear at the moment, and that is where they play. Can you tell me the name of their stadium? Uh, it's got a German-sounding name, and I think it's the Star de Dilla <laughs> Can I have that again, please? No, you can read it. The Star de la Minau. 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 Yeah, the Star de la Minau. Capacity 26,109. And what's the capacity of this one? Uh, 16,310. Oh, isn't okay. it? I thought it was bigger than that. Uh, 16,360. Ah, oh, you've lost 50 people. Yeah. Um, actually, talking of the German language, yeah. do you know what the German for team is? Uh, no. It's a man shaft. <laughs> that's, that's not, it's not funny, man shaft. Why are we laughing? Why are we laughing? Do you know what exit is in German? How did your man what exit is in German? Exit? Uh, yeah. No. Ausfahrt. <laughs> okay. Why are we laughing? <laughs> this is just language. It's another language. language. Yeah. It's language. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if mine was true, actually. I don't know if exit is Ausfahrt, but I'm concerned it is. Well, on the way out... But why are we talking German? Because well, Strasbourg, Strasbourg yeah. is right on the Franco-German border. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And has been more German for longer than it's been French, I think. Is that true? Something like that, yeah. It's flip-flopped four or five times back and forth over the border. Yeah. Germany wanted it. No, we, no, we don't want it. No, we want it. No, we don't want it. No, we want it. No, we don't want it. Yeah. OK. Um, that's a very technical history, yeah. <laughs> um, well, look, you know this fact, because we've talked about it, but I'll ask you anyway. Who is Transport's manager? Uh, Pajcik. Um, I'm trying to Germify his name. Oh, okay. Patrick Vieira. Patrick Vieira, he is indeed the supremo of the Strasbourg Mannschaft. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so another fact. Um, That's four funny. facts. Oh, this is going, this just, is bizarre. Yeah, I know, sorry. I've just got Germans are taking over. The Germans with the facts. I have to, because um, you know everything, I'm going to yeah. just you know, keep you on your toes. Right. Um, so on the 31st of July this year, yeah. Strasbourg played a club friendly against an English club oh. and they won 3 0. QPR. Oh, it was, well, you knew what the question was going to be, didn't you? Yeah, I was well, going to ask for the name of the English club. Was it? Did you QPR play for Strasbourg? Seriously? No. Oh. 
the uh, fixture, I believe. Got me there. You got me there. Well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, so, um, go on. Who was it? Which club? Oh, Liverpool played Strasbourg then. They did. I didn't watch any preseason. Yeah, no, that's very good. How did they get on? Uh, they lost three 0 Wow. Um, I've got another really good fact, actually, from now a good friend. Shout out to our friend Eric, the charming handsome. Oh, Eric. Uh, as you know, he's married to the lovely Liddy. Yes, Liddy yes. Prada. Yes, Liddy Prada. Uh, and Liddy is from Alsace. Oh, okay. So I asked her to tell me. She's an Alsatian. She's an Alsatian, yeah. I asked her to tell me of a, a quirky fact to do with Strasbourg. Oh, okay. Strasbourg, okay. This is nice. And the area. So, a particular famous American criminal always tried to obtain a particular Alsatian wine during his spells in, in imprisonment, uh, which he would get on the black market the way that pr criminals do these things. Yeah, right. Can you name, first of all, the criminal? I'm going to go with Al Capone. And secondly, the wine? A Riesling. Well, uh, both I, wrong, obviously. I have to tell you, John, that you are uh, correct. It was Al Capone. Hey! And the name of uh, the wine was the Gerwitz Tremonel. Well, is it a Riesling? Uh, I don't have that information. Ah. I thought you'd know. No, I'm not big on wines. I drink them. <laughs> oh, I drink them. Yeah, the Gerwitz Tremonel. Gerwitz Tremonel. I think that's probably pronounced differently in Germany. Maybe, maybe. You know the Germans, they know how to pronounce their own yeah. words. Anyway, the three facts. Now, um, have you got a Bon Watson for tonight? I do have a Bon Watson for tonight, thanks for asking. And my Bon Watson tonight is one that you actually know. It's a football Bon Watson. And it is, if I was to say, that guy is playing in the Libero role. The Libero, or Libero, or Libero role. He'd be playing which position? Libero. Which is? Sweeper. Yeah. Uh, mine is, um, well, we've had it already, but I'm helping you in your quest to speak fluent oh, French. Not the glasses thing again. Yeah. How do you say? Let's see. Let's see. On there. On there. On there. Yeah. Oh, I put uh, I put there. On there. On there. Yeah. There you go. I've never heard anyone say that part from you. Do you think there'll be a big queue coming out of the uh, parking tonight? On Verre. On Verre. On Verre. But it's V-E-R-R-E. So it's the E one word. Yeah, and then V-E-R-R-A. A. Ah, you see. See, that's where I was going. Well, of course it's on Verre. Do you think um, QPR will have a good season? On Verre. No, no, you're wrong there. We're doomed. Okay, um, then ask me again. Uh, do you think QPR will have a good season? No. <laughs> okay. How are you getting on so far? One, one, lost one, lost both. Uh, we won. Uh, we lost the first game. Yeah. We against all odds. First game lost four 0 right? Yeah. Lot, four, four nil. Four nil away game. to Watford. But Watford everybody knows away to Watford. You lost four, four, four nil. nil. Four nil down at <laughs> half time. Um, but everyone knows that Watford are just like might as well be Man City because they're really, yeah. really good. Um, yeah, lost that one. Then we played Cardiff away. Can you imagine? Cardiff away, tough game. And we won 2-1. Is that um, London French's team? Yeah, London French was most unhappy about that. Um, and then uh, yesterday we had Norwich at home. Uh, again, a very, very tough side, Norwich. Well, Norwich. Yeah. They're playing yellow. I mean, look at all their trophies over the years. Um, you know, 
mean, look at them. I could see them from here. And uh, we lost 1-0. So and that was a great start. And we had a Carabao Cup outing as well at home. Um, oh, that must have gone well. And uh, Yeah, yeah, well, that was a tough game as well. Uh, we lost that one. Oh, <laughs> I'm sensing a, a, a pattern. <laughs> it's a very curious pattern. It's sort of something that we're quite used to at QPR, unfortunately. We've got, at the moment, sitting on top of uh, League 1, we have our, our favourite team, or one of our favourite teams, Brest, um, who got off to a flyer. Little Brest from... Brest uh, are on top. Brest are on top, and, um, and holding firm at the moment. <laughs> although although they, will, um, they will be replaced, supplanted, by uh, Monaco. Monaco continue and win this game. But, yeah, so predictions for League 1, because surely Brest aren't going to go on and win it. Um, no, I don't think they are either. And I just, I'd like to predict that Monaco will get European football. I think, looking at them tonight, I mean, yeah, you'd say that, you'd have to say that they've got to be with a good chance of a top five finish. Um, Harry Saint-Germain, two how, draws. How do they get in the Champions League? Do they have to be two or top three, three, three in this France, league? Okay. Harry Saint-Germain played two, drawn two. Well, I'm not a PSG fan, I must be honest. I find them a bit arrogant, and uh, they've got nothing really to show for that arrogance. No. Uh, Marseille, do you think? Could this be their year? Could be. Um, you know what? I'm going to say Monaco's going to win the whole thing. OK. Interesting prediction from the Paravoyant, John O'Hare. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be Marseille's year. OK, well... So that's our French uh, uh, team sorted out. What about uh, back home in our in the motherland? Um, can City do it four in a row? Is the big question. I don't yes. think so. I think Arsenal, Liverpool. I've got to say Liverpool. People uh, saying Tottenham are going to do well this year. Thought Newcastle were going to do well, but they lost yesterday. Was that two City or? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, one 0 to City. And Brighton, I mean, I mean here's the goalkeeper. On. Come on, here's the goalkeeper. He must be in seventh heaven. I mean, what a top of the league. Two wins, two games, two wins. I mean, they're a proper club now, aren't they, Brighton? I'm not saying they weren't ever a proper club, but, but they weren't once upon a time a proper club at all. Well, before they were formed, <laughs> they weren't anything. Yeah, I mean. But once they were formed and they were called, you know, a club, yeah. then they were a club. Yeah, but before then, they weren't. People like me could see them. People hadn't even thought of them. Yeah. But now, they oh. put those days long behind them. Long behind them. So Brighton, we think Brighton are going to do well. Well, actually, of course, another shout-out to Young Trafford. Oh, right. Yes, why? Because I believe um, at Young Trafford's wedding... Oh, right, OK. ..we were speaking to his stepdad, I think. That's right. ..who is a Brighton fan. Oh, well, how about that? So we know the second of the yeah. ten Brighton fans. I also know a bloke from my back in the day called Monty. Monty's a Brighton fan. Well, Monty? We're three now. So, OK, and um, in uh, Syria? Uh, well, we've got to go for Fiorentina. Yeah, I was uh, talking to our good friend Marco today on the beach. Uh, Marco from Rome, a Juventus fan. Uh, who is, yeah, he's says Fiorentina are very good. Well, the second half's underway. Um, it's been a bit of a sprightly start, actually, from the, the, the team that's losing. Uh, yeah, they've come uh, back into it with a bit of purpose. 
You could say that the Alsatians are looking a bit dogged in their persistence. You could say that. I wonder if anybody would. But actually, you just did. I did. Hopefully, they're not going to be barking up the wrong tree trying to go through the central route. It's almost as if they've been let off the leash. So we could also mention that this game was uh, slightly postponed, wasn't it? It was meant to be earlier in the day today. Yeah. But because it was a bit scorchio, they moved the game to this evening. Oh, was that why it was? Yeah. Do you know that for a fact? I know it for a fact that it was a heat warning and they changed the Nice game as well. All oh, right. Yeah, well, I was going to say for our listeners' benefit, um, not to annoy everybody in the UK, where the weather in August has not been fantastic. I know this, John, because I was there for three weeks. Right. It rained every day. I had to turn the heating on a couple of days, but it was 13 degrees. Wow. Um, but uh, today, here on the Riviera, uh, it has been Scorchio. Scorchio, beyond belief. Yeah, so they moved the game for, I think it was for the players and the fans' benefits. And now it's an absolutely perfect summer's evening. I must admit, I'm a little bit hot, to be honest. Sweating away here, are you? Well, that's probably because you did your top button off. Um, yeah, yeah. You're usually a lot freer, a lot looser. So, yeah, when I was in England, um, it was cold, it rained a lot. Uh, but you were here, weren't you? Here I was, I was here all summer long. And was it, was it hell and torment without me? Um, sorry, I asked that question again? Oh, sorry, I meant the weather. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, it, it hasn't rained in weeks. No. Um, so you'd have to water the plants every day. That was a nightmare. And then I'd get very hot, so I'd have to jump in the pool maybe two, three times a day just to cool down. Right. But, you know. The, the pool in your house. Yeah. The, I didn't really need to because you know we've got air conditioning. But other than that, you know. In the house, it looks out over the sea. Yeah, it looks over the sea, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I could, have, I could have gone to the sea yeah. as well to swim. Oh, I suppose you could have done, yeah. yeah. But why bother if you've got why a pool? Why pool yeah. and air conditioning? Yeah. But, you know, so tell me, it's all similar. We had similar summers, right? When you jump in your pool and all yeah. that, or even climbing or diving. Diving. I mean, deep end. Are there ever times when you, you know, you've done your entry, yeah, and then you've thrown that out a bit and yeah. done whatever? Do you ever sort of like then languorously lie on the side with a beer? No, I don't actually oh, do don't that, know. no. But now you give me the idea. Well, I think that would be a de rigueur as an activity if I had a pool. Yeah, you'd go back to England soon, don't you? I'll go back when? When do you go to, back to England? I don't like to think about it. But, but it is happening. Yeah, but we mustn't, um, it's something we mustn't talk about. Oh, okay. I was just trying to schedule when I should take that picture with the beer with me by the pool and send it to you. Well, I'm only going It'd be back. useless if you're here in Montauk, but if you're at home, it'll yeah, be yeah, like, true. there you go. I'm only going back for a short time anyway. Oh, lovely football. Oh, great. Oh, excellent. Fulfana taking control again then, brilliantly. Track back, won the ball, now passes it onto the right wing. And is it Minamino surging forward? Yeah, is he getting his hat trick? Oh. Unfortunately, didn't quite work out for them. But yeah, that uh, Golovin, Benyeda, Minamino triangle now, obviously, with Fafana marshalling behind them. I mean, that's a front four diamond. 
That is. In the rough. They're not so rough. The diamonds in Monaco aren't just in these jewelers, they're on the pitch as well. Well, Minamino's still the man of the match, or maybe. Oh, yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. So I was about to say Fofana's back in contention, but, but he's got the two goals. got 3-0, John. 3-0. Monaco 3-0. Now, I was wrong in saying that Ben Yedder would get a hat-trick, although he may still, but I did say 3-0 to Monaco. Did I, didn't we bet an extra, if I got the correct score wrong? No, we didn't do anything. Wasn't there an extra 30-1 for that? No, no, Yeah, this is one of the best Monaco performances we've seen, and I think we've seen about six or seven games here now. I've got two questions for you. First one is, I just noticed Vieira walk out and then walk back to his bench. He's actually not put that much timber on or he must have lost some again. But he's not been in his technical area all game, whereas the other manager has. Question to you is, if you were the manager, would you stand in the technical area during the match? And part two of the same question is, would you always remain in the technical area or would you be brave enough to step out of it? Well, the thing about me, John, is I'm, I'm a little bit crazy. Oh. <laughs> so I, I'd like to be free to range around between the two. See, look, I wouldn't want to, you know, oh, hang on, there he is. Huh? There he is. He's, come he's gone beyond the technical area. And he's almost on the pitch. I told you he was going to come on. He's got his foot on the, tar the touchline. No, he's close. What, what would you do? Would you... Um... I would never venture outside the technical area. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, no. You're a stickler for the yeah, rules, that's aren't the you? rules. Yeah. It's there for a reason. Why paint it on the floor? You're not going to honour it. But would you? Um, but you would actually let yourself out of the bench onto into the technical area. I'd be. I'd be. Yeah. I'd stand on the. Te well, depends. If I was um, in good shape and liking my outfit, I'd yeah. be in the technical area. But if I was a bit overweight, which let's be honest, more often than not. Then uh, I'd be in the benchy bit, you, actually, having a burger. You've lost a bit of weight this summer, haven't you? No, not at all. But you thanks see, for saying that. Because the listeners can't see me. Just painting a picture for the listeners. All right. John's lost some weight. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Excellent. Trim, lean, lean. Um, so, I mean, on that analysis, if you were feeling particularly good about yourself, you might even do what Vieira's doing now and range well outside your technical area. Yeah. Good too. Knowing that a camera will sooner or later alight upon you. I think if it was winter and I could get away with wearing a big coat, I'd, I'd, I'd be in the technical area. Do you know what? You've just given me an idea for putting on the med during the winter. What's that? Big coats? Should we get some sheepskin coats? <laughs> <laughs> the old Motti. That's a great idea. And then we'll brand them and sell them brand on the website. Them, yeah. So coming soon to puttyonthemed.com, sheepskin coats. Never needed, but always stylish. <laughs> oh, good play again. So, um, 
couple of quick shout outs, John. Um, this our uh, first game, season three, 2023, 2024 season. The difficult season. season, they say. Yeah, yeah. Well, after your first and second album, it's the third one. It's a difficult one, yeah. How can we replicate the success of the first two? Any ideas? Um, let's try not to replicate the success of the first two years. Um, say thank you to the multitude of listeners who are listening to this episode. Well, look, I mean, among them are... Good. Minamino again. Yeah, fluid attacking football for Monaco. Really good stuff. Um, yeah, we're well. Hammer Donna and um, Clarence and Sue. Yeah. I wonder how they are today. I hope they're wearing their footy on the med t shirts. I, I can tell you I that. I do too. Well, we know one person who has been proudly wearing his t shirt. There's a goalkeeper. And he sent through a very handsome picture of himself. He did, yeah. So. It is incumbent on us in this game now, today, tonight, to select uh, the next winner of a Put You On The Med t-shirt. Do you have any uh, potential people? I I'd like it to be me. Do you not have one? It's too small. I sent you two. I sent you a small and a medium. No, a medium and a large. I'm a large. I think you sent, I sent you a medium and a large. I sent two of them, didn't I? Well, whatever you sent, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just a, and it's not that I put on any extra term of myself at all. I oh, know, far from it. Um, <laughs> it's all that muscle from the swimming. Yeah. In the in the rain in England. Yeah, I would like to be the winner of the next Foot of the Red Med T-shirt. All right. Well, I'll nominate myself as well then. So, what colour do you want? Well, hang on. Who's got the um, signing vote? No, I'll we'll get one each. Don't worry. Oh, you're, oh okay. We're both winners. I'll, I'll uh, expand my budget to uh, to do that. So, do you want blue, grey, red? Should, should we have matching shirts? Okay. So it's got the football badge and then you've got your name on the other side. Okay. So foot of the red and then name there. Yeah, Alex. Okay. That's my name. What do you want underneath? The producer? Ah, well no, that'd be wrong, wouldn't it? Because you're, you're the producer. Oh. Oh, you're Alex. the editor. Alex the... Well, you're the entertainer. Well, what are you? Oh, we forgot. Why, why are we keep talking about me? Uh, You're Alex the Diversionist. That's what you are. No, just put, I'm a bit crazy, me. <laughs> Is that really what you want? I think you are a bit crazy, you know. You've mentioned it a few times well, tonight, so you must be. I am a bit. <laughs> they all say, you know, whenever I've worked anywhere, well, he's a bit mad, he is. <laughs> I'm mad, mate. They all say, Alex Wade, writer, lawyer, podcaster. How about that? All right, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Do you want writer first or lawyer first? Well, I'm, I'm mainly a lawyer these days, but I, in my heart of hearts, I'm a writer first. So, writer. Writer, lawyer, podcaster. Yeah. It's very good, thank you. Right, um, looking at the subs for Strasbourg, keeping themselves warm down there. Well, not warm, but limber. It's so hot, they must be absolutely boiling, but um, I just hate to be a sub. Wouldn't you? I mean... If, if the manager said to you, go over there and get warmed up, would you be within your rights to say, I'm actually going to come on? Well, sadly, I don't think you can say that, can you? Can you? Oh, I don't think you can. Oh. I want to come in again. Is this going to be number four? Ooh, good save by the Strasbourg Fantastic save from the keeper there. It's all a bit too easy for Monaco, isn't it? It is. 
Well, to be fair to the Alsatians, they're still dancing and shouting down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, we should, um, a little hat tip to them. I mean, there's about 300 of them down there. Long journey, long journey, long drive. Mind you, it's summer. They might well have planned their holidays around this very game. Some of them could even be staying in Montauk, John. We could give them a lift home. Do you want to go over and ask? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, you would do, because you know why? You're a bit mad, you are. It's the kind of crazy thing I do. Look at this, the way Monica played that out from the back. Absolutely fantastic bit of football. Right? And Minamino, really good there. Nearly a really neat one-two. But Strasbourg back in possession, coming forward down the left wing. So with the game one, three nil, all the subs are coming on. Three, three all, all three at the same time. Not all three, obviously, but three. Can you see uh, Strasbourg getting back in this game in any way, shape or form? They might get a pull one back, maybe. But more likely they'll leak another. I predict it's going to end three nil, as I predicted at the very beginning. I've been right a few times about the scores. Yeah, but you do predict about 15 scores a game, and then... No, 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 you know, no, no, no hang on, that. give me my moment. Okay, yeah, you're, really, you're really good at predicting scores. Did you say 3-0 for this? Yeah, I, did. I didn't hear that. I'll, I'll, at least I've got it on tape somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Alex, as this game draws to its final conclusion, we should do our fouls acronym. We should, yes. Uh, F is for final score. Well, it ends on this... Um, not just Balmy, but Scorch Show night here in uh, Monaco. It ends 3 0 to the home side. Monaco 3, Strasbourg Bill. The O of foul stands for. Outstanding uh, player of the game? Yes, so it does actually. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. So we're um, going to go with um, Minamino. Well, it's got to be Minamino, yeah. Good old Takumi. And that's in these uh, dying embers of the game, these last couple of minutes of uh, added time. Fofana suddenly scores a load of goals or something. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, L is for location. Val well, Monaco. Have oh, you. Yeah, you. You. Ultras. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've been in fine form all night as usual. They have, yeah. They've been very good. We've been, I've been really impressed by the Monaco Ultras lately. I wasn't happy with them at the end of the Toulouse game or one or two of them when they um, invaded the pitch and um, started throwing gripping up chairs and throwing them at the stewards. Mainly because we know Yusef, one of the stewards. Yeah, one of the stewards. We're on Yusef's side, that. Yeah, we are. We definitely are. But tonight, none of that. We've got every reason to be happy. Kept up a good racket. So out of ten ultras tonight, solid eight. Eight. Yeah, about eight. So and then L location. Monaco. Come on, nice stadium. Easy to get. Easy to park. Cheap to get in. All good. Actually, on that, we we should say to our listeners, this is the first time we've actually driven here. Yeah in one of our own vehicles and parked in the very handy place car park which is underneath the stadium so at the moment we'd say location great but i'm concerned about the amount of time it's going to take us to get out of that car park well we'll be leaving in just a moment we'll be faster than these people they'll stay and cheer at the, the players off the pitch i admire your optimism yeah uh, and s is for socials now we didn't do this at half time and i meant to so please like share subscribe or whatever platform that you're listening on please leave us a review it'd be great if you feel like we can have five of your good stars but please take the time tell your mates say if you heard this podcast put you on the mat with john the entertainer and alex i'm crazy me wade 
Uh, yep. Uh, and um, do we know any handles and things like that we can tell people? Uh, we're putty on the med on everything. So it's at putty on the med, putty on the med.com. Email is team at putty on the med.com. Um, Putty on the med.com, putty on the med, putty on the med, that, putty on the med, putty on the med. Yeah, putty on the med is a, is a guiding clue here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and also, look out for our forthcoming. Uh, two things actually coming up, John. We've got um, on the med sun, shorts. On the med sun, very yeah, clever. We're going to be starting soon. And we have Young Trafford back in action soon. Yes. Because Young Trafford has uh, been going through our back catalogue. And he's decided to test our respective knowledge of all these various man shots. All right. We've seen up and down the bed. Well, I'm not going to do any studying for this. I'm sure you've been re-listening uh, no, to our podcast. Uh, no, I'm not going to either. Uh, but Young Trafford is going to find out who knows what after two seasons of putting on the bed. So we've got a quiz coming up soon as well. Nice. All right, well, there it is. Signing off for the first game of season three. You'll get an Arrivederci from me. And a Yetko from me. Well, that wraps up another episode of Footy on the Med. Another great outing here on the Mediterranean. And we'll be back soon. Arrivederci. A